Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, you may have been on the way into work this morning and you would have seen picket line after picket line near the hospitals and other places associated with the NHS strike started, of course, at 8 o'clock. Let me speak to Lisa Smith from the Belfast Telegraph, the health correspondent. Lisa, good morning. Good morning, Frank. How are you? Uh, very well, Lisa. It's always sad to see people on strike, whatever they're striking about, wherever it happens to be. On the countdown to Christmas, when you uh, see people who are associated with the NHS on strike, it's a reminder of the difficulties facing the country. There had been significant efforts made by politicians last night. Maybe I'm being kind to them by saying there were significant efforts made. There was a lot of uh, bluster and uh, hoo-ha uh, in relation to trying to get it resolved but it wasn't possible and of course the mudslinging continues this morning maybe you want to remind us indeed of what they tried and who's blaming who this morning Lisa so essentially yesterday the political parties met, the five, the leaders of the five main political parties met and after their meeting they wrote a letter to the Secretary of State Julian Smith which they said gave him cover to intervene and provide pay parity to the health staff here in Northern Ireland. Um, however, it would be the position of the NIO and of um, Gillian Smith that that letter does, does not provide the cover that he needs in order to, to give pay parity. So the strike went ahead as a result of that. Yeah, he clearly believes that if he sticks to his line, the politicians might get back into storm it. Is, is he using it for leverage? Is he simply saying it's a devolved matter and the politicians should get their finger out and deliver to these nurses what they deserve? Or is everyone simply blaming everyone else and nothing's getting done? I think it's a bit... It's very, very difficult. The, the unions are very clear that they think that this is now being used as a political football. And it's difficult to see how it is being used as anything other than a political football. I mean, the unions were very, very critical, or not the unions, sorry, the politicians last night were very, very critical of Julian Smith. And he, he refused to meet them last night um, after they sent him the letter. But I think we need to remember that the politicians have been out of for three years and two days before the unions went out on strike they managed to get back together around the table and um, clearly it was too little too late um, Julian Smith is standing by his position that it health is a devolved matter I mean I've been told that even if he was able to give the money 
to the Department of Health or to the civil service, um, the civil service cannot uh, give the unions pay parity. Because it was a ministerial decision, I have been told that Richard Pengelly does not have the power to overturn a previous minister's uh, decision. The only person who has that power is another minister. So you either need, I suppose, Julian Smith to do that, and he won't because he's saying that health is a devolved matter, or we need the Assembly to get back up and running. Now, they've been given a deadline of the 13th of January to achieve that, so it looks like this could rumble on and on. Of course, in theory, the parties could get the Assembly back up and running today, uh, but, I mean, there are so many issues that need to be resolved before that's going to happen. It's unlikely. Well, there's no question about it. At this present moment in time, regardless of who's to blame, uh, we've been failed by our politicians and there are thousands of staff on picket lines, thousands of staff downing tools today at the most crucial job in the country, the looking after of our health. So how will today play out, Lisa? going to be a really, really tough day for staff and patients. Like, it's going to be a tough day for the staff out on the picket lines because this is a really, really big, big thing for them to do. The Royal College of Nursing are out today. It's the first time they've been out in 103 years. So that is not a decision they have taken lightly. It's going to be tough for the staff who are who are remaining in in the services who you know the services that have been derogated from the strike action. The emergency departments are likely to be very, very heavily hit today. Quite a few minor injury units are shut. Uh, the emergency departments are running on a skeleton staff, I understand, or many of them are running on a skeleton staff. Uh, so you will have patients who aren't able to go to minor injury units going to the emergency departments instead. We've been told that they will simply be able to provide services to the most seriously ill patients and anyone else who is not really in a life-threatening or needs to be seen very, very urgently should stay away from the emergency department. It's, it's going to be a tough, tough day, and it's likely that the impact from today's strike is going to be felt for quite a while. Obviously, there's a lot of outpatient appointments that have been cancelled as well, and we know that waiting times are already spiralling out of control. So. It'll be interesting to see how that impacts and, and when people get their, their cancelled appointments again. It could be February, March time or beyond that before they actually get seen. It's not just nurses, of course. It's right across the health uh, spectrum with the exception of the doctors. So we're, we're, we're also looking at paramedics. If, if 999 is called today and you have a serious emergency, the good news is that ambulance will be on its way to you. Yes, where, where available it will be. Um, the, the unions have given a guarantee that uh, they will attend all Category 1 and Category 2 calls. So that would include the likes of a potential stroke, a cardiac arrest, a serious hemorrhage. But it won't include things like a, you know, possibly a, a broken leg. or it, it's really, It will be done on a case-by-case basis. The unions are making sure that they have the call centres properly staffed and they will be assessing every call that comes in to decide what category they are and uh, whether an ambulance will be dispatched to the patient.
And it was, as we drive past, just one final point, Lisa, as we drive past the picket lines this morning, I don't know if you drove past any, but I was past a couple of them uh, today. There, there, they seem to be lively. There seems to be enthusiasm among those who are on strike. They seem to be getting support from passing motorists. If not everyone beeps the horn, but some people, some people do. Will there, will they continue, in your opinion, to get support? come what may again so far the public opinion has been very much in favor of the of the staff i think everybody can see anyone i've said this before anyone who's had any kind of interaction with the health service in the last couple of months and certainly the last year knows precisely how difficult uh, the conditions are in which the unions are working and the staff are working and again, I've said this before, the unions aren't just fighting for pay parity, they're fighting for improved patient safety. The fact is that the health service is, is struggling massively and patients are coming to harm under the current conditions. Um, and and they, they want to see that improved. They feel that they aren't able to provide a safe level of service at the moment and, and they want something done about that. Well, Lisa, thank you very much. Uh, we'll be keeping up to date with you as the morning goes by. Lisa Smith from the Belfast Telegraph, the health correspondent. Uh, Connor McCarthy will be on a picket line. He's with Unison. Connor, good morning. Good morning, Frank. How are you? I'm, I'm very well, Connor. Uh, Connor, it started this morning at 8 o'clock. Uh, just remind us, for people who are only half listening to this, remind us of who's on strike today. Well, Frank, as I say, our Unison picket lane began at midnight, so we've been here for midnight. <laughs> so, as I say, we've been through the night, and as I say, we had a really good turnout last night, and we have a very large turnout today at the Royal. We're down at the Grabner entrance of the Royal, and as I say, we're all here um, for the same reason, um, safe staffing and pay party. So the staff are very resilient, there's absolutely no doubt about that, and because we didn't get any resolution, um, which we were hoping for before the 18th, before this date, um, Unison have submitted to the employer further industrial action over the Christmas period right up to the 31st of January and it will continue on after that until we win this. Okay, okay, so just just remind us, the, the nurses, they, they joined you at 8 o'clock this morning. When you say we, who are you talking about? What, 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 what sort of workers are you talking about when you say Unison? Uh-huh. Well, today the Unison, that's the Unison nursing family. That's consistent of healthcare support workers, nurses um, and senior management as well. And today, so there's a lot of uh, people in that nursing family, and they're all represented on our picket lanes today. So we have nurses in unison, we have nurses in the RCN, we have support staff, we have paramedics, we have people who are involved in keeping the hospital neat and tidy. Right across the board, everybody's out today, is that right? Yeah, a lot, a lot of people do. A lot of uh, different organisations have that. Unison have had, now, as you know, Frank, this is our fourth week of action, actually. So over the last uh, number of weeks, we have, we have had we have had staff and the staff specific strikes. So over those period of time, there's been lots of support staff, admin staff, nursing staff, every staff you can um, categorise in the health service where we have membership at some point has made representation on the picket line. And what does it mean to you today that the RCN are out with you today, that there seems to be anything up to, I know the figure is often referred to as 9,000, but when you factor in everyone, it could be 15,000 people today. Yeah, well, as I say, the picking lanes are huge. Ours down here at the bottom of Grabner Road, I had to move quite a distance away from, to actually talk to Frank, it's just a noise, but it's, there's a few hundred people here. 
And as I say, they were get, um, our colleagues from RCN are along with us here, and they have joined us in their first day of withdrawing their labour, and we welcome. Uh, we welcome. Well, there's great atmosphere here in regards to comradeship between um, the staff and, and the unions, and we're all resilient, and we're, we're getting loads of public support. And we really do want to thank the public for all their support. A lot of people coming up to the picket lines and dropping off food and biscuits and chocolates and getting photographs taken with staff. So, as I say, while it's a very serious subject that we're addressing, we're trying to keep it, uh, we're trying to stay positive, you know. Do you believe you'll be able to keep the public on board if you continue the industrial action? Because some of your representatives have said, maybe yourself included, this is only the start of it. Yeah, Frank, well, first and foremost, what today is about is is about us as Munison having a safe strike. Um, We're very much conscious and we've been working very closely with our management colleagues in relation to ensure that peace and safety is is here. I'm on the phone constantly through this picking line where if there's any incidents, people will come off the picket to help patients in any way, shape or form. Um, As I say, the public uh, um, have been fantastic and I really do want to thank them. And as I say, uh, and and the public are us, you know, they're our families, they're everybody. So as I say, we all need the health service. And while our action is certainly measured, um, but at the same time, we're resilient and it will go on, make no doubt about it, until our politicians listen and close this pay gap. Which politicians are you targeting? Who do you blame the most? Well, to be honest with you, Frank, I don't blame, we don't blame anybody and any party in particular. What we want to do is we want to move away from the blame culture. We want our, 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 our politicians to work collaboratively. We want them to work in partnership and a spirit of goodwill. Um, and, and realize that when they do work together, as we're striking together as unions, we're representing the health service and our needs and we're coming together. And we would ask as politicians to come together, work in partnership for the best of everybody in this country. And so much good can happen out of that. And we just encourage them to please make the deal in early January, um, come back to work and start working for us. And do you not particularly blame Sinn Féin and the DUP? No, personally, and I'd say from the organisation, I don't think it's... We're away from that now, Frank. I don't, don't, I don't think it's, it's any use, obviously, starting to target parties. And uh, what we will do is hold them to account. We want them to be in power so we can hold them to account. But we want to work with them. We respect all our local politicians. We respect our, our local parties. And a lot of them come and show support of picking lanes. And we challenge them, yes. We say to them about their decisions in the past. And we challenge them on their fu- in their decisions in the future. But I think we want to work on a spur of partnership with them. And hopefully have a resolution to this. And, and they are, uh, I think the Secretary of State, is, if to blame anybody, it would be the Secretary of State. I don't think he's um, in any way an honest broker here. But at the same time, he had the power to, to implement what we need before uh, uh, any talks in January, but he chose not to, and that's unfortunate. And would have called off the strikes, actually, remember that, and that's very important for people to remember. Yes, he had the opportunity to intervene last night, as, you, as you've suggested. But the politicians also had the opportunity to return to Stormont, and they're not prepared to do it for the good of people's health or the good of your pay packet. Oh, yeah, I, I will say, Frank, um, the mood on the picket lines and from the general public... If the deal is not done this time and our politicians don't get back to Stormont, I don't think or I, I think that's the last time. I think there will be a massive drop in sort of support for their parties in general. I don't know what I'll mean for other parties. A lot of people are political analysts are saying other parties will do well and so forth. But collectively, I think um, um, they'll, they'll share collective blame. So, and that's why we want to encourage them. That it's in our best interest. It's in, it's in all our interest that they make the agreement and, and uh, get back to work. So might it actually be you, your colleagues on picket lines across Northern Ireland this morning, you, the health workers, who get Stormont going again? 
Well, yeah, if that's what it takes, you know, um, great, as I say, because make no mistake, Frank, um, our patients are suffering. There is absolutely no doubt about that. Our wait lists are astronomically bad, and we want to. We just want to get back to work, start working with our management colleagues, getting these waiting lists sorted out, bringing them down. And I think the department, the message we want to send to the department after this is no longer can they reform our health service by themselves. We as we as staff and as unions have a stay in this. We have a stake in this, and the need to start engaging with us, the staff, engaging with the unions about that transformation in the future because. Working together and and including us in it is, can, is in everyone's benefit. Connor, appreciate you taking time out from the picket line this morning. Thank you indeed. Connor McCarthy is from Unison, one of the many trade unionists on the streets today. Uh, your opinions are very welcome. O two eight nine zero treble three one zero five. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.